This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Philly, it's the Friday News Roundup. We're talking about how the Philadelphia Eagles throwback Kelly Green uniforms campaign was leaked days ahead of schedule. Fans' reactions to the nostalgic 90s gear and Temple University's new sports logo. Plus, we'll highlight a new exhibit displaying Philly's connections to baseball history. It's Friday, August 4th. I'm Trina Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Joining me this week is... John Barchard, CityCast Philly sports contributor and co-host of Bell and the Birdman podcast. Hey, John. Hey, Trinae. How are you? Good. Jason Nieves, sports social media manager at Temple News. Hey, Jason. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, we got a lot of folks in here today. Brian Michael, owner of Scheib Vintage Sports. Hey, Brian. Hello. And Isaac Avalusia, reporter at Axios Philadelphia. Hey, Isaac. Good morning, Trinae. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so for this week's icebreaker, there was news this week that the Mega Millions has climbed to Mega Billions, $1.25 billion after no one hit the lottery. And according to the Associated Press, Tuesday night's drawing is the 30th straight drawing without a winner. So my question for y'all is, if you hit the lottery tonight, Friday, tonight, what would you do with all that money? I've always wanted to go to law school, so I guess that would be made okay. very easy, right? Yeah. Uh, just pay for it in one shot, and I wouldn't have to save up little by little. But I think I don't want to end up like all these other lottery winners who end up dead flat broke in a few years. So I think I would just hold on to my money and invest <laughs> it. That's a good plan. What about for you, Jason? Yeah, I would also probably say the same thing, looking to just invest and save as much as possible. But also try my best to use the money, maybe actually get a Kelly Green jersey. Use my hey, at that point, I like so. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, how are you going to spend your money? Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm getting a boat. And you're all invited, and it's going to be big, and we're having a party, and I'm going to blow most of that money. But it's so much that I can save some and spend some, and it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. John, what about you? If you hit the lottery. Yeah, I was uh, – I'm going to – first of all, I'm going to take 100 of the Steagles t-shirts that Brian sells because they're awesome. Yeah. And then – and then uh, probably I'm going to join him on the boat, but I'm not going to party on the boat. What I'll do is I'll probably just bring like a helicopter to the boat and this will just drop off all these legendary sports figures. And I really like the idea that we can all be an influence to get a Kelly Green jersey. And truthfully, I probably won't talk to anybody. I'll be on a farm somewhere deep in Wyoming and I'll 
write a letter via pigeon to make sure to let you guys know I'm okay. That's probably my goal. (laughs) I love it. Honestly, I haven't started playing the lottery since inflation went up. So I'm going to um, do the typical things, buy my mom a house, have a college fund for the kids, buy a couple of cars, give some to charity. Okay, so let's talk about some big news this week. The Eagles released the iconic Kelly Green jerseys, a color that the team hasn't worn since the 90s. This is going to be the alternative uniform that the birds are going to wear during week seven against Miami and week 12 against Buffalo. Before we get into some of the drama around this, what are your all's thoughts on actually bringing back the Kelly Green? I think it's smart. Kelly Green's always been uh, one of the more popular sellers at our stores and people love it. They love the nostalgia. They love Buddy Ryan, even though they didn't go anywhere in the playoffs. They just love that attitude and, and what it means. So I think it's it's definitely smart. And as you've seen, it's in really high demand. Yes, Brian. Uh, anybody else? I mean, I always find it like Billy never ceases to amaze me surprise me and it, it, I find the infatuation with Kelly Green to just be hilarious right we got people literally calling out of work standing in line at 3 a.m just to get a chance to get one of those Kelly Green jerseys I mean where else in America does that really happen there are some big sports cities but I don't think anyone is is bigger than Philly and like it's not acceptable anywhere else to call out to, out of work to go get a jersey but in here it's not only accepted, it's encouraged. Yeah. If you call out of work, you're getting the whole office jerseys, too. Everyone wants one. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, I am one of those idiots that not only stood there at 4 a.m., but organized the tailgate to be the seventh person in line to do so. Oh, so. John, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and And I am not like... I'm not like an obsessed Jersey. I'm not a person. I'm not a sneakerhead person, but Kelly Green is just my catnip. Okay. Like it is, <laughs> it is between that and the ego. I've been waiting for this forever. And to be honest, it's the middle of, you know, dead middle of July, end of July. We were all bored. And I just said, if we're going to do this tailgate, well, we're going to do it with my friend Allison who makes jello shots every, every time we come out and then it kind of turned into a party. And then the next thing, you know, 700 people showed up. So, and that was a Monday, right? Yeah. And they <laughs> tweeted it out. And I was like, guys, what are you doing? So I don't know. I am one of the proud idiots that stood out there at 3am <laughs> with all the other people calling out of work. Awesome. Okay. Now, Isaac, catch us up. So Monday folks were out, uh, in long lines trying to get a Jersey. Some people, you know, went online to, to get their jerseys, but then they got, the notice that they won't be able to get their gear until like the end of October. So there's tons of back orders and all of this frenzy had to do with one fan in West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Eagles had been teasing these jerseys for quite some time. I think a little bit over a year, if not longer. And, uh, you know, it comes down to the gun and here we are on Saturday morning and this super fan from West Virginia named Brandon Winston. He just got off a long sh- overnight shift as a chemical mixer, wakes up Saturday morning. He's actually on the Eagles app scrolling, looking for tickets to the home opener against Minnesota. And he tells me he just intuitively he clicks on this tab that's actually no longer on the app. Go green. It's usually synced up with the Eagles recycling initiative. 
happens to click on that and boom, what pops up other than the Kelly green jerseys. He gets a picture of Jalen Hurts staring right back at him along with all these other Eagles players wearing the jerseys. He's thinking at this point, the releases until Monday, maybe they made it public early. He grabs a bunch of screenshots of these images, mm-hmm. sends it to a bunch of his friends and, and fellow fans, actually posts it on the, uh, one of the private Facebook's bird, bird gang, and he gets the swiftest, starkest reaction you could imagine. Everybody uh, yeah. comes back with him. Where the F did you get these? Right. <laughs> Right. It's insane. Yeah. And then and then what was the response from the Philadelphia Eagles front office? Yeah, no, they, they basically waited a, uh, an hour or so and then they knew they were had. Right. They These were legitimate photos. So they kind of made light of it. They posted a, a few different tweets. One of them is, I thought was funny. It's a, a gif of Jalen Hurts shrugging his shoulders and saying, Internet's undefeated. Right. right. Don't steal the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's kind of like, hey, it's your fault that this happened. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right. I want to talk about another top story. I have to put the disclaimer out there. I've said it before. I am a proud Temple Owl. Woo-hoo. So, Jason, I want to talk about the new Temple University sports logo that was released this week. You report that Temple Athletics will have this new logo and it will serve as a secondary logo for the rest of the university. Can you describe what the logo looks like? Yes. So it's a combination of a lot of the previous features. It has the standout additional T right in the middle. And then the owl's outstretched arms rubbing around it with a nice diamond shape to, to kind of border it all. And I think it's a great design and it highlights a lot of the, the past and the modern future, which Temple Athletics as a whole is really looking to, to advance to. Now, and, and I, I noticed that they have the classic Temple T, which is iconic for our university. Why did the university want to update the logo and update the owl? Yes, I think as a whole, just athletics is really looking to take a big step forward with a lot of head coaching changes, particularly, I know, Brian Green for men's soccer, as well as Adam Fisher for men's basketball. So as a whole, they're trying to push sports in a new direction to really start to improve. And with that comes a new look logo wise. And I think this is a great idea. Awesome. Now, has anyone else seen the Temple logo? What are your thoughts? Is this a good logo? I I mean... We're talking about Temple, man. I got to channel a little bit of Allen Iverson. Like Temple Athletics hasn't been relevant in a while, right? And like I want them to be relevant. I was actually really loving going to some of the basketball games this last season, and I had hyped them early on, even though they were Jekyll and Hyde, because I thought they had the potential to to make the tournament for the first time since 2019. And, and you know they just sorely disappointed me. But, you know, I think one of their uh, senior athletic directors, Scott Walcott, said it best. We're not in the 90s anymore. And, and you're right, Scott. 
because in the 90s, Temple basketball was relevant and successful. <laughs> and, you know, you can rebrand re a logo, but you can't rebrand success. And I, I think it's just one of those things where, you know, the image is one thing and the athletics are another. Yeah, I, I like the logo. I feel like it's it's fresh, it's sharp, and it just takes us. I was watching a little bit of a documentary that the university had posted on its Twitter page, and it's moving from that like cartoonish owl that they've used for a long time, and then it's got this new like sleek, like intense owl. <laughs> so I like it. Almost like it's an eagle. <clears throat> ah, the birds. <laughs> I like that, John. All right. Before we head out for the weekend, I want to talk about a feel good story of the week. And it's been a while since we, you know, we've had one of these. But I saw an article in Billy Penn this week. And there is a new exhibit down at Cherry Street Pier that highlights the city's past history and its connections to baseball history with the Negro Leagues and other baseball history over the past years. Brian, you're the co-producer of this exhibit, along um, with your other co-producer, who's a University of Arts alum, Caroline Quick. Tell us what's been your inspiration behind this installation. Sure. Uh, we focus on four people in particular, Octavius Caddo, Ed Bolden, Dick Allen, and Monet Davis. And some people might know those names. Some people may learn about their stories for the first time. But they're all what we consider barrier breakers. They've all overcome amazing challenges and have gone on to do some really incredible things. So they're a real inspiration for the city and people that live here. I think there's stories that need to be told so that we can rise further in the future. Each of them kind of built off of each other. And if folks don't know about them, I encourage you to go check it out down at Cherry Street Pier before August 24th when we close. But they're all, it's the legacy of the Negro Leagues here in Philadelphia. So its it talks about starting teams, owning teams, playing, overcoming the color barrier, starting the color barrier back with Octavius Caddo. So it's, nice. it's a real amazing stories and I hope everyone gets a chance to go see it. Yes, and it's free. It's a self-guided tour, and it runs through August 24th. I've said this, too, on the podcast before. Octavius Cattle is probably one of my favorite Philadelphians, and he was instrumental with creating one of Philadelphia's first baseball teams, right? The second black baseball team, but certainly one of the earliest and one of the best. The Pythians, Philadelphia Pythians. Nice. All right. Jason, Isaac, Brian, and John, thank you all so much for joining me this week on CityCast Philly. Thank you, Trinae. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's time for the tip of the week, where we share a life pack for living in Philly. This week, I wanted to give you, our loyal listeners, a heads up. Join the CityCast Philly team for a live podcast taping and mixer to celebrate our one-year anniversary. It'll be after work at the Indie Hall Coworking Clubhouse on Wednesday, August 30th. I'm so excited to meet you and to keep bringing you interviews that help us all feel more connected to Philly. To RSVP for this event, click the link in our show notes. We can't wait to see you there. If you have a tip of the week, we'd love to hear from you too. Call or text us at 
8170. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Our lead producer is Laura Benchoff. Our producers are Abby Fritz and Elizabeth Kama. Our Hey Philly newsletter editors are Brittany Valentine and Natalie Aldana. And our host is me, Chernay Marie. Music is by Philly's own Interminable, with additional music from All the Kimonos and James Weldon. If you enjoyed this week of episodes and today's episode, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Philly. We'll be back Monday morning with more news from around the city. Have a great weekend. It's the first Friday of the month. (laughs) Be safe, y'all. Bye. Bye.